Good evening, everybody. This is Paul from the Discover It podcast. Just want to welcome everybody tonight, and uh, we're getting ready to listen to uh, Jody with the uh, victim uh, mindset. Jody, you want to go ahead and uh, share the topic tonight? Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, tonight we're going to talk about uh, the victim mentality or the victim mindset. So first thing I'm going to do is define the word victim, and that's a harmed, injured, or killed as a result of a crime, accident, or some other event, um, referring to like the past. And another definition talks about being tricked or duped. And victims always have this um, feeling that it was something that was done to them. There's usually something that from their past, either it was an event or a person that caused some sort of negative environment or feelings, and they tend to hold on to that story. And that mindset is establishing a set of attitudes held by someone. So they've determined that these events that happened is part of who they are, and they kind of hang on to those, and they kind of create these different labels. Um, Paul talks about that, who we think we are, and when we go through these situations and these events, it it starts to establish kind of a label, like maybe we weren't good enough, um, some sort of mold that we think we fall into based on our past. And usually a lot of this starts when you're really little, maybe your parents said something that made you feel like a victim, maybe something bad happened, and it kind of creates this sense of who you think you are, and we tend to hold on to that. And it means that we're going to be stuck and we're going to be kind of a slave, slave to the past. Um, it's going to continuously hold us back. And uh, some of us might only have some of these characteristics, maybe in certain areas, maybe dealing with money or relationships. Um, it's going to have this sense of feeling fear. We're going to kind of be stuck in a situation. There's not really going to be a solution that we can come up with. We're going to think that, our current situation is a result of the past and there's nothing we can do in it. And we're going to have this sense of lack, like there's not going to be any way out. And that kind of keeps us in that same pattern and that we're not going to really look for any kind of solution. So one of the things that happens is when people start giving us advice, we're going to see that and it's going to create this unfamiliarity. We're used to being in that victim mentality because um, that's where we feel safe. It's based on that past program conditioning. And so we're not really going to take any kind of advice. We're going to think like, well, that advice doesn't really apply to me. Um, you're going to hear a lot of excuses and not wanting to move forward. They're not People with a victim mentality aren't really going to have a whole lot of goals because they're going to feel like they're kind of stuck in that situation. Not real any plans for the future. And a lot of times when you ask someone, they'll, they'll be like, I don't know. I'm just kind of stuck where I'm at. They think that life happens to them and that they're just kind of, I guess, reacting to the way things play out. Um, kind of the, like the lottery, like they don't really know what's going to happen. And they kind of think that their life is a result of just what happened. So a lot of the things that create in kind of keep people bondaged into this mentality is this 
negative self-talk. Uh, a lot of times people have this event and it just holds on to them so strong that they always replay this and um, they'll tell their friends and they're always looking for someone to kind of uh, co-sign their pity party, a friend of mine said, um, to kind of validate their pain that they felt and that they continue to hang on to. And every time they replay that story in their head, that negative self-talk, um, it's going to continue to bring up those types of feelings because that's what it was linked to. Uh, they're going to talk about the kind of the poor me and always want to shut down. They're not going to feel like they have any choices and that there's not really anything left. Um, and they're just kind of where they're at. Typically, they won't take a lot of responsibility for their present actions because they feel like everything that they're doing and everything that happens is happened is just a result of the past. Um, so they'll tend to avoid those um, choices. They're going to have a feeling of like powerlessness. Um, there's a lot of things that like different characteristics that you'll see. And a lot of times they're kind of looking for someone to rescue them, someone to come in and kind of show them attention. I talked about like co-signing your pity party. It's like, validating their reason for being in the situation they're at. And this mentality is really detrimental to the way they're currently living. They're going to have a lot of resentment, a lot of anger, a lot of despair um, based on that past event. And they, there's nothing they can do that will really change the past. So a lot of times they just kind of hold, they're holding that anger and resentment to that story and whenever like i said whenever someone tries to give them advice they're not really going to have any kind of um, ownership of that they're going to think like well maybe that advice works for someone else but that's not going to work for me and paul talks about the the confront identify and be proactive um and the biggest thing is being able to confront that this past event doesn't have to control your current situation. It doesn't have to be what creates you, like breaking the mold, getting rid of those labels, and realize that everything in the past happened and it's over and moving forward. So once you they're able to confront that and they're willing to not hold on to that past, then they can kind of choose to let go of it. And that's a, a hard choice. Like I said, that familiarity that um, is going to feel normal to them to feel in that miserable type of state. And it's, it's really hard for someone to confront that because they're going to be, that's just going to be their past program conditioning. That's going to be their inner thought. And that's kind of how they identify with themselves. Um, they might, they're not going to be happy. They're going to be, have a lot of those anger and resentment feelings. So when someone asks them, like, if they want to be like that, they're going to, they're going to know they don't want to feel like this, but they're not going to do anything to change. So confronting that is, is the hardest step. And once they realize that they can't change the past and the past doesn't create who they are, then they can start to identify these different behaviors that they're having. They can, you know, start to realize when they're acting this way or behaving this way, that, that where that comes from. And the best way to identify these behaviors is to write them down and then review them, uh, repetition 
so that when they happen, they'll kind of throw these little red flags like, hey, I remember reviewing that. And I remember that this is one of those things that's keeping me feeling the way I'm feeling. And they can look at these different traits and they can stop. And Paul thought says, that, you know, do, do the opposite. And that's the proactive part. They're going to have to identify these things that happen, these behaviors, and just make a choice to do something different. Um, they're going to have to take ownership on their life and realize that these stories that they've been telling themselves and these stories that they've been telling other people um, are part of that mentality and that they have to change those. And sometimes, you know, you'll, you have these lot of negative thoughts. I realized um, in general, I had a lot of these negative thoughts that I would say over and over. And it wasn't until I met Paul that I realized that, Oh, I'm kind of holding this negative thought by saying these things over and over. Um, There's a guy that does this fitness stuff and, he says, don't say the word can't say I currently struggle with. And the same thing in a, a bunch of different areas to being proactive and changing that way we're thinking. And it allows us to disconnect from those labels. Uh, every time we say like, well, this happened to me, I, w- I was robbed or something bad happened to me, or they did this to me, or I never had a good upbringing. I wasn't raised that way. Anytime you associate that I am in a negative thing, that's creating these labels and that's kind of ingraining these negative self-talks in our head. So once we recognize that, we can start to stop saying those things and change. Sometimes it'll be hard to start saying the complete opposite. So say something maybe more neutral. Um, Heard someone say uh, with regard to um, being overweight, someone used to say like, well, I'm I'm always been overweight. I'm always been this way. And instead of saying like, well, I'm really fit and I'm really skinny, uh, maybe just say it like I have a body and kind of start with that. And that is a way to one, you're doing something different. So it's breaking that pattern and it's starting to slowly change the way your mind is thinking to overcome uh, these different things. And like I said, repeating those things over and over just creates these excuses, kind of like the why, why I can't be successful, why I can't do things that um, I think I, I want to do. And um, some other attributes are people are going to tend to think that everyone's against them. They're going to think that there's kind of like the world isn't working out for them or they're just unlucky. I hear that a lot. And they're going to tend to blame other people and they're going to look at other people that have worked hard for things and they're going to think, well, they're just lucky and that's not me. And it causes a lot of um, being stuck. They're not going to have any healing. They're not going to have any growth. And they're, they're going to kind of be against like any kind of encouragement. Anytime you try to give them some feedback or maybe some help, they're going to seem like they're always against that. So um, that's all I got for the victim mentality. Thank you very much, Jody. Uh, Just like uh, Jody said, a victim mentality is a person that feels as if they've been harmed, injured, or killed. Uh, The thing of the victim mentality is uh, there's a lot of guilt and shame connected with this. Uh, Let's define guilt. Uh, Commit a crime. 
the only crime that's been committed is whoever's through past program conditioning has conditioned you to believe to feel guilty uh, and become a victim. That's the only uh, person who should be considered a victim. But unfortunately, when you are taught to believe that you are less than or feel lack of, uh, we or it has a tendency to make up us accept uh, ourselves through guilt and shame. Let's look at shame, a feeling of humiliation caused by a consciousness of wrongdoing or bad behavior. Uh, unfortunately, it likes to uh, blame us rather than us blaming others that uh, teach us or show us bad behavior. And uh, I'd like to go ahead and uh, ask Bill, uh, Bill, would you uh, mind sharing with us the victim mentality in your past life? Wow. Well, yeah, I can, uh, I can start from when I was, yeah, when I was a kid uh, with my parents. Um, just growing up there, it was, you know, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You know, and at a young age when you're, uh, being told that you're not going to amount to anything, um, you know, you getting it gets ingrained in your soul. And I think I brought that into my last two marriages. You know, my, uh, my first wife was mentally abusive and did the, you know, uh, burdened me for the entire marriage and still ingrained it in me. And then, uh, the unfortunate end to my recent marriage is the same way. Um, you know, I I wanted to fight through not being a you know a less than individual. I always wanted to prove myself, and um, I think it was just a lack of communication. Um, also, her victim mentality from her past that uh, it just those two placed together. It was just. Uh, it was just a perfect pit for it to just uh, pull us apart. And uh, recently with uh, her leaving, um, I think this last year of uh, understanding internal thoughts uh, with you, Paul, and understanding myself and my past program conditioning, I really put a lot of work in, into really understanding me. And I wanted uh, I wanted the relationship to to blossom that way too. I was hoping she'd be able to understand herself and uh, even forgive herself, but then even forgive me because I, I felt guilty over past things that occurred in our relationship, but they weren't anything physical. They were only, they were, you know, single outbursts that she actually, in in, in my belief, held in. And just it snowballed and built into greater resentment as time went on. And uh, we never really opened up and communicated. We never yelled at each other, uh, maybe one or two times. But it was, you know, I guess I, w I wasn't a, enough of a confronting individual because of my past program conditioning, not standing up even for myself or even even for the understanding of what went on in our relationship just to clear the air, you know? So 
uh, that, you know, I, I had felt shame about that. Uh, I had felt, uh, I, even with her leaving, I, I felt like a victim for a while there. And, uh, you know, my ego went down the, down the toilet. But uh, to understand that I know that I didn't commit a crime. There, there are things in her past that regulate her as well, and that I did what I thought was right and was working on the relationship. So I, to me, I, I put my best foot forward, you know, and I know that I'm a good man uh, and did that. Um, but it's a str- it is a struggle to get back into that, you know, the last boy, what's it been now? Three months, uh, the last three months I've been exercising my mind, my body and my soul just to strengthen all three. So I, so it doesn't hold anything, uh, against me. Uh, you know, it's a constant battle it, day in and day out. It's a constant battle to not get angry or have it come in and put a negative thought from my relationship in there a negative thought of um, her with someone else, a uh, negative thought of how she thought about me. All those things you have, uh, you know, I battle with it every day, but I take two things away from it. My, what my, uh, the thought that I don't, I don't deserve that, I deserve better, and that I'm a good man and I didn't do anything wrong. It's just what happened and it was out of my control. So all I can do is look forward and never, never look back, never, never allow the past to control my present nor my future and understand those triggers for the future, especially in a future relationship, but also just for my own personal growth, knowing that I'm not that person that was something that was programmed into me well in the past that I brought forward and other people who uh, have problems bring their past problems forward. And if you can't identify them and communicate them clearly and get them out and just forget about them, you'll never go on. So my, my thing right now is just keeping it under control and out of my life. Like right now, I always say, <clears throat> Satan, you don't have a seat at my table because overall your internal thoughts are just something that the devil wants to control. And he doesn't want us to thrive and prosper like, uh, like God wants us to. And even, you know, you, we all know from our sessions with Paul, that Paul's looking for us to thrive because he knows we can be more than we are. So if we, if we continue to think positive, positive thoughts day in and day out, they say that the first two, is it the first 20 minutes or two hours that you wake up in the morning, right, that's going to control the rest of your day with the thoughts that you have. So if you wake up in a positive manner and know that you're going to conquer that day and just do, a, do the best you can, you know you're going to come out on top. It's just knowing that, Behind every corner, there's always going to be it that is the internal thoughts, the negative internal thoughts that wants to trip you up. So it's just remaining, having a positive perspective on everything that you do day in and day out. 
Thank you, Bill. Uh, Courtney, go ahead and, and share a little bit about uh, this victim mentality that you've learned about in the past uh, few days. Um, so uh, my internal thoughts have, have made me think that I was less than um, because of the the, because of what I've mimicked my entire life. I've, I grew up with my mom, and um, she was very hard on herself, um, and that's what I emulated. I emulated the same mentality. Like, I would be so hard on myself about certain things, and I would just feel like it would never come to pass. It would never, you know, um, I would never evolve from that. Um and it's it was very eye opening because when I talked to Paul on Monday, which, which our very first uh, session, it the way that he could come up with the things that I always knew, but I just suppressed for so long. Um, so I just to me they didn't exist. To me, it was um, just something. It was it it was you know, something that happened in the past, it doesn't matter now. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, 27 years old, all of that, all of those things are just, they don't matter. Um, but in actuality, I brought all of those, those negative thoughts and those, those negative ways that I thought about myself into my, my adult life. And I didn't even realize that I was looking at myself through the lies of my internal thoughts. Um, it it was almost a, a revelation for me. It was like, oh, wow. Like, that's really how I see myself. And the, the way that people would come to me, oh, you're this, you're so smart, you're so, you know, pretty, you're so this, you're so that. And I would see none of that. I wouldn't see it all, at all. Like, it, it would never, I would never see myself in that way. And I victimized my own self because I just blocked it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to process it. I didn't want to um, come to terms with any of that stuff. So at the end of the day, the way that I victimized myself was just to suppress it. Just don't talk about it. Don't, don't think about it at all. My, my, it was telling me it doesn't matter. Um, none of these thoughts matter. Um, this is how you are, this is who you are, and that's all you'll ever be. Um, and now, now just from a couple of days, I can see in a whole different light of how I have to reprogram myself into thinking the complete opposite of what I was thinking for so many years. Um, and it's not, it's not easy at all. It's a little bit overwhelming, but it's necessary to have those feelings and to have all of these things that I've thought about myself to just take in, as Paul would say, the inventory of all of the things that I think about myself, all the things that I want, all the things that I desire, and not think, oh, I'll never get that. That'll never happen for me. I'm not good enough for that. Instead, I have to switch it to this will happen. I am good enough for that. 
I can make this happen. Like, I will make this happen. So it's, it's all new for me, but it's, 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 it's so refreshing to not think of myself anymore as that person that will never be what I could be, if that makes sense. Let me ask you, in the past 27 years, Courtney, have you ever looked yeah. at words as, as you are looking at words now and understanding and applying them to your life? No, because in the past, the only words I would look up is for a spelling bee. I wasn't really looking into a word to actually take it in. I was just looking to do it because I had to do it versus me doing it because I need to and I want to do it. Very good. I appreciate your sharing with us. Um, I, want, I want everybody... Go ahead, uh, Courtney. We were saying something else. Oh, I was just saying uh, thank you for having me on tonight. More than welcome. Appreciate everybody's input tonight. And I want to remind everybody that uh, next Thursday at 730, be sure to call 515-604-9530, access code 655-145. But uh, appreciate everybody's input tonight and uh, look forward to seeing you all next week, 730 next Thursday. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, guys.